What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Closers Lab. It's another Thursday. We are live. Um, you know what we do here is we call sellers live and we lock up deals, right? Uh, that's the goal. Uh, you know, and the purpose of the show is to not only show you, not only talk about our sales process and how how, how our sales process works, but also show you how we apply it in real life, right? Uh, so I want to remind you that this is a live show which means that you get to participate in, in the show as well. Uh, so if any questions, any comments, I want you guys to participate. Uh, there's no there's no question that you can't ask that I won't answer, um, unless it doesn't have to do anything with sales for the most part, because um, we do have another show for that. Uh, but also we want to hear your questions, your comments. Uh, the other thing too is what I, what, I, what I ask from you as my audience is that um, if you know somebody that will benefit from, from, from this show, from the live, uh, you know, maybe they're looking to get better at sales. Maybe they're looking to better at, uh, get better at talking to sellers. I want you to share this stream right now. If you can share it to at least two people uh, that you know, because we're in a marketing and sales business. So I know most of you that are watching are actually know someone, uh, you know, that can benefit from this. Uh, last week, we had a, somewhat of a, an interesting show. I know that, uh, you know, when we first started, we weren't getting a lot of answers. But like I said, you know, that's part of business. That's part of prospecting. That's part of trying to, you know, get a hold of sellers, right? Uh, we're not immune to not getting, in, uh, you know, uh, people to, uh, to answer. Uh, so just want to remind you that. And then the other thing I want to I want to say is that, you know, we we give a lot of information on here, right? We we're teaching you. This is like a whole course. Uh, we're teaching you how to talk to sellers, and we're showing you as well. Uh, so the only thing I ask is that if you have not subscribed to the channel, to the Disruptors channel, I want you to like this video. Uh, and then subscribe to the channel if you're not subscribed, so that way you get a notification. Hit the bell as well, so that way you get notification when you know when we have the podcast going on and when this show is going live. So um, for the for those of you guys that are jump, just jumping on, um, I want you guys to share the stream. We are, it is a live show, so I want you guys to ask questions. Uh, you know, leave comments. Uh, we're super excited today. We have a couple of calls scheduled, so. Cross our fingers that we get some conversations going, and you know we're gonna we're gonna do our best to uh, let's lock up a deal here live with you guys. Uh, I appreciate one thing I want to say is thank you for everyone that has submitted the leads. Uh, you know we have a couple of leads here that were submitted by you, the audience. Uh, if you have not ever submitted a lead, um, what we're gonna do is once this once it's posted on the YouTube on the YouTube channel. There's going to be a link for next, so that way you can submit the lead so I can call next week, uh, so that way you're, um, you know, we can call your leads live on the show and, and get you that contract if you're working with someone. Uh, again, uh, before I make this first call, I want you, you know, uh, the one thing that I ask, like I said, is is share this share this with someone, uh, share this live with someone that you think can, would benefit or can benefit from, from what we're about to do here. So thank you all very much. Um, uh, one thing I, I want to touch on real quick before I make a call, because the call scheduled here in five minutes, but I want to touch on something, is um, I got a lot of comments these last two weeks on, you know, uh, about the, the the strategy of pulling away, right? The strategy of, you know, um, telling the seller, like, telling the seller that, you know, you don't want, you're not going to be the buyer for that house, uh, which is interesting, right? Um, we're a big believer that, you know, you have to end the sale to start the sale at the end of the day, Right. Uh, and what that means is that you got to get the seller to feel comfortable with you. And one of those ways to get them to feel comfortable with you is 
is is is acting like even if let's say that you don't have the capability of you know uh, it's a mindset thing right it's act as if act as if you have a million dollars in your bank account act as if you're buying you know you know more than one property a month act as if you don't need the opportunity and what happens is that uh, your prospect that you're talking to is going to sense that and they're going to be like well hold on hold on what what can you do so basically uh again one of the rules is you have to end the sale to start the sale uh which works really great right when you say things like no it sounds like you probably should list this with the, with an agent uh you know i'm not going to be your buyer for this property uh you know yeah at that price there's no way i can do that and so if you if you believe that and you get into that mindset um you know you're gonna you're gonna see that uh, more times than none, people are actually gonna try to say, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, don't don't end the appointment yet, um, or don't 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 end the call yet, uh, and, and basically it's gonna start the sale because now they're gonna open up because now their guard is down because you just told them they heard no, right? That's the thing that you want to get them to. I'll give you an example. I went to an appointment um, when I first started doing this. I went to well. A couple years back, I went to an appointment, which was, uh, I highlight this because I've been to so many appointments, but this one's really cool because we show up to the appointment and uh, the seller and the sister were outside. We show up and I went to say, hey, uh, hey, how's it going? Introduced ourselves. Thank you for inviting us out to the property. Uh, you know, we went through our whole introduction and then how are you hoping I can help? And so the gentleman was like, when I asked him that, how are you hoping I can help you? Uh, right away, right, he basically blasted off. He goes, well, I was hoping you'd give me $50,000. He didn't say anything like, well, here's what's going on. He didn't go into details about, you know, the property, the situation. Uh, right away, he was like, well, I'm hoping that you give me $50,000 or $50, for the property. And um, and I just looked at him and I said, you know, if, if that's what you're hoping for, then, um, you know, thank you for inviting me. And I went out to extend my hand and shake his hand. And he goes, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, what do you guys have to say? So then, again, that goes back to what I was saying earlier is end the sale to start the sale. I know it's a weird concept, um, but because most of you most of you reached out and commented on that and sent comments, I wanted to touch a little bit on that before I jump on the phone. But uh, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a very it's a strategy that works really well. The caveat to that is that you have to have the right mindset and the right belief in order to do that. And I know it's hard when you're trying to get your first deal or you're trying to build your business, but but believe me, if you can get to that point where you can uh, basically get into that mindset where act as if you have a million dollars in the uh, in the bank account, act as if you're buying multiple properties and this is just another opportunity for you, it's going to uh, allow you to navigate the conversation better and it's going to help you to uh you know get more deals at the end of the day so uh i talked enough let's do what we do on the show let's talk to people and uh again i'm seeing some of the comments come in thank you guys uh i'll get to those after the call um so that way i can uh basically uh uh you know uh answer your questions so let's see so today we're gonna talk to the first person that we have that we're going to be calling is thomas so Thomas has a property out in, um, I want to say this is Ohio. So let's see. Uh, uh, uh. Let's see. Yep, Ohio. So it looks like Thomas is an investor. He's got a couple of properties. So actually, this one's not bad. It's actually a nice house. So let's call Thomas and have a conversation with him. Let's see what's going on with him.
Hello. Hello, Thomas. Yes. Hi, Thomas. It's Max. I'm calling you because you had spoken to one of my team members, Carl, about your property over at Tanglewood Lane. Yes. Okay, perfect, perfect. Probably caught you at a bad time? No. Okay, awesome. Thanks for that. Uh, yeah, so uh, Carl uh, passed me on the information, and um, he actually had some notes on here, and I was looking over them, and I know typically a lot of times the notes don't, sometimes they're wrong, or sometimes they don't tell the whole story. Is it okay if I ask you a few questions and sure. see if this is maybe sure. something we can work on? Okay, perfect. I appreciate that. Um, so what one of the things that stood out on the notes, it looks like, um, so this has been a rental property for you? Is that what's going on here? No, no, it's my residence. Oh, okay. I'm so, oh, no, it says that you have other properties as rentals. Right, Okay, right. see, and that's why I would like to ask because the notes weren't uh, – weren't correct on here. I apologize about that. And so um, what what has you considering selling that property, uh, Thomas? A phone call. A what? I'm sorry? <laughs> A phone call. <laughs> you said you want to buy it. <laughs> so it sounds like you're only considering it because you're getting, are you getting a lot of calls on this? Is that what's happening? Um, lately? Yes. Yes. And I, Bought some property up by a state park, and it's Amish country. It's a destination vacation area, mm -hmm. and I'm thinking of moving down there. Okay. And um, I bought two houses, Airbnb. Oh. Nice. So, okay. you know, basically the house is too big for me. It's okay. me and my wife. Our son's there, but he's going to be moving out, you know. Who knows when, but yeah. <laughs> right, so, right. And just you that, know, we don't need all that square footage. That makes sense. That makes sense. You said your son's there. Um, have you ever thought about maybe just leaving the house uh, for him? No. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So, um, so the good thing is you're not frustrated as many, you know, I've talked to other people and they're like, I'm getting so many calls and I'm tired of them. So I, I do appreciate that because, you know, I know a lot of times that could be overwhelming. And, you know, for me, one of the things that I like to do is, uh, you know, that I've done in the past is usually just try to figure out, cause we don't buy every single property from everyone we talk to at the end of the day, you know, it's impossible. Right. And, you know, I just like to get a little bit more information and, and, and this is kind of how I very transparent, very straightforward. So, so once, um, so the Airbnbs that you've, that you've, uh, um, that you found as an opportunity, you, you've bought those already or is it, you're in transit? Yeah, okay. I bought them already. Okay. Got it. Okay. And then those are just cash flowing for you. How, how are those, how are those doing? They're doing real good. So. Got it. Okay. So, um, and so, so don't, so the other, so what I'm hearing is you, this property here is just a little too big for you. Um, and then, but that's about it. It doesn't sound like maybe there's no other, there's no other uh, reason or consider or why you consider considering just trying to downsize. Right. Okay. I see. And then have you identified like another opportunity for a prime residence, primary residence, excuse me? Um, there's an extra lot on the property I bought. Mm -hmm. So I could build another, I was thinking of doing a garage with a unit above it and just live up there mm -hmm. or, you know, I might do a log cabin. I, I'm not sure exactly what I'm doing, but the second house on the property now I could live in and still rent the other one. So, okay. you know, rent, rent the one that's too big. Um, right. No, no, that one in bottom hill. 
two houses on one property. Oh, God. So I'd just stay in the little small one so I would find something else. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, I see. And what about just renting this one, keeping it as a rental? Um, I would like the cash out of it to purchase more. Uh, Their Airbnb pays a lot better. Ah, I see. Yeah, smart man. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I have I have four other rentals, so that right. you know. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Um, and then, as far as yourself, um, is there anyone else that's going to have an input on the sale of the property? My wife. Your wife? Okay, perfect. Okay. And I just like to ask that just to make sure. Uh, I know a lot of times um, when there are different parties involved, as far as having an input. Uh, I know they'll have questions as well, too. So, And then uh, as far as selling, I mean, was this something reason, or, or how long have you considered selling it? Um, I've thrown around the idea for about two years. And, you know, just, I think it's good. The market's great. I could list it on the MLS and, you know, as is, and I, I know I would do well on it. You know, it's it's... A unique house. It um, was a the model home, and so most of the houses on the street all have the garage in the front. Mm-hmm. This is around back under the house. Yeah. So you have a lot more square footage than the other houses. There's an addition on it. There's a three car double deep garage. Yeah. Okay. Um, it does sound like a it does sound like a great property. I mean, what's stopping you from listing it on the MLS? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Because, because sound, you know, obviously you're you're in the business, which I which I like. Uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, when I'm talking to homeowners that I've talked to in the past, usually, you know, they only do this once or twice in their lifetime, and and you know, you you're in the business, and you know, I know most people that are in the business understand that listening with an agent, usually you're going to maximize and get the most out of it. Right, and then, but then there's commissions you pay, and you easily split closing costs, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and then so, you, and then showings you got to show the property, and then if the right. buyer doesn't like the paint job that you put in the living room, sometimes they request things like that. I'm pretty sure you experienced that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, uh, one one thing that I typically when I when I talk to somebody that's looking to sell in the past, usually the night before they I call them or uh, I mean, in this case, you've been thinking about this for two years. Um, and obviously, you know, the market, it has shifted a little bit. Um, whether the prices go up or not is to remain to be seen. Um, I can tell you they have they don't sell as fast. I mean, they're they're, they're a little bit longer, but not they're still selling. Um, you know, just out of curiosity, off the record, what were you looking to get for this? Um, if I listed it, I'd be um, listing it around three fifty. If I don't list it with a real estate and don't have to do anything to it, I, I would walk away. I would take two seventy five. It'd be my rock bottom. Mm-hmm. I don't want to haggle back and forth and this and that. It's what my price would be. Okay, two hundred seventy five thousand dollars. Yep. Okay. And then this is a, uh, uh, I'm trying to look up here. It says it's a three bedroom, one bath. Is that incorrect? No, it's three bedroom, two and a half baths. Okay, perfect. That's what I like to ask. That, the ones in the basement, um, there's a rec room mm-hmm. in the basement with a fireplace. It's walk out. 
Right. And then there's an addition on the back that was added on that you're probably not seeing. That's 25 by 25. Okay. The, the square, square footage, footage I'm seeing right, right now is 2,346. Does that include the addition? Yeah, that should, that should be included in the addition. Okay. Uh, you know, the thing is, everybody's listening on the MLS and they're using all their basement square footage that isn't locked out. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're getting away with it. It used to be you couldn't. Yeah. Say, say that one more but time. Everybody. I'm sorry. You. Everybody out. is. Oh, I'm sorry. Everybody is including their basement square footage. Like one sold two houses down from me. Doesn't have the addition. Has the front garage, which takes away a lot of the house. Mm-hmm. And he said he had 2,400 square foot. He ain't got 2,400. Yeah. He sold it. He sold it for 350. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So, well, that happens a lot here. I'm not in that in market. market. We're, I'm, I'm located, located here in Arizona, Arizona but, but we buy nationwide. nationwide. We, buy we buy properties all, all over the yeah. all over the states. And, and uh, uh, one thing we see a lot too is uh, they include uh, garages as well, which is really weird. weird. And they're not, not even, even uh, um, living space. space. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, even yeah, at two seventy five, which I know you're pretty firm on it, you wouldn't you wouldn't look at any of their offers besides the two seventy five. No. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely agree with you. You could list it on list the, you know, you could, could list, list it on the market. Um, and, and then, then maybe, maybe, maybe get, get the 350, 350 potentially a little less, but you'll get more than the 275 for sure. I know you said. No, I'd get the 350. I think I could get more than that. I would settle for 350 by what sold on the street and what I have. And if I do, because I would remodel the bath, two bathrooms. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't take me much. Yeah. Uh, probably, probably should do that. And then I'd probably paint my cabinets and put throw a new countertop on. And that's all I need to do. It's got new roof and new windows, new flooring. Yeah. And, you know, well, so. I mean, it sounds like a great property, um, you know, and I just, I I'm, I won't be your buyer at 275. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. It just puts, it just puts me puts out of the buying range. And, you know, yeah, uh, like, like I, said, I said earlier, right, we don't buy every single property We from everyone we talk to. It's impossible. Right. And. Um, you know, um, no, I know you, said you said you had a couple, couple other pro- properties. Would you, you, you consider, consider selling, selling any of the other ones? Yeah, but you know, I, I'm just going to let everything selling so fast around here because mm-hmm. Ohio has really been under, you know, what yeah. other states are for square yeah. footage and all. I mean, stuff's just flying. Yeah. You can't keep a house on the market. Yeah. That makes now, sense. No one's going to, you're not going to be able to come with that. No. I didn't think so. I thought I'd give it a chance, but no, it's fine. And, and you know, you know I, know, I know. Um, usually when this happens, there's other ways that we that we acquire properties as well. But based on the comment you made earlier, that you wanted, wanted to cash, cash out, out, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even consider asking if you were open, open to, maybe, to maybe, you know, letting us make payments to you. I don't know if you're, you know, we've done that in the, the past, past with, with other sellers, sellers when they're asking yeah. a, a little. No. Yeah. yeah. No. All, right. All right. You're just looking to cash out completely, then. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it I mean, sounds, it sounds like, like this one will work, work out. out for us. Um, you, know, you know, I guess, okay. I guess what we'll do is uh, maybe some, some, some other, other time we'll call and see if, see where, see where it's at. And if you, you are, are considering, considering selling, selling the other ones, but uh, yeah. So well, I appreciate the conversation, Thomas. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye. Yeah, bye. Yeah, bye. All right. Um, so that was, uh, that was a good call. Um, no motivation, no pain, obviously. Uh, the guy's successful. He's got multiple rentals. Uh, you know, pushed them away three times. Uh, you know, it, the um, he knows that if he can list it, obviously he understands the market, right? 
And you know, my last, my last, uh, pr my last uh, attempt was to maybe get something creative since he is, since he likes cash flow. But I didn't think he would go for it based on his comment that he wanted to cash out. Uh, I think, um, I think it's just there's no pain there at the end of the day, right? It, it, and that's one thing that you have to learn is that if there's no motivation, no pain, or no gain, which, which you know, you can have either either of those two, pain or gain, right? Um, and, and again, he has some gain. It's just there's not enough gain to be painful enough to need to sell the property. Uh, so he's not going to come off that price. So he's definitely uh, he's definitely a little higher when I'm looking at the market. He's definitely higher. And I did get logged out here, but he's definitely higher than what I would feel comfortable paying based on what I'm seeing. Some of the sales, some of the stuff that's pending. I mean, it's not even it's not even close to what he wants to get. But he could he, he could definitely could list it. Uh, he definitely could list it on the market and get what potentially he wants for it. But at the end of the day, I don't, yeah, that, that, that price doesn't work out for us. And here's the thing is that you got to understand that, right? You cannot convince somebody to sell you the property. It's all about sifting. Like that was a lead that there's no motivation, no pain. So we discovered that through different types of approaches, questioning, and also uh, at the end of the day, um, also at the end of the day, he's, he, he has money. You know he has he has no pain at all. So and and he just he's taking advantage of the market, which rightfully so. Good for him. Uh, you know he should take advantage of the market um, since it's doing so good. So let me see if there's some questions and some comments uh, on here. That way I can get to them. So let's see. Um, Hector said, "How can I submit my leads?" Hector, there is a link. Um, what what we're gonna do is once we're done with the show, don't go yet. Um, once you stay tuned, watching, uh, there's gonna be a link that says "Call my leads." I think I believe, yeah, call my leads, and uh, it's a it's a form where you can submit your uh, your leads. That way, on the next show, I can give I can call them and then uh, you know have the same conversations with them. Either qualify them, disqualify them, lock them up, whatever the case may be. Um, but there's going to be a Google form uh, that that you you're, you're gonna be able to click on and submit your uh, information. Uh, Hector always says, Max is the man. Thanks for being a go-giver, bro. Uh, you're welcome, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Steven Valencia said, good morning, Max. Watching and listening from work. That's dedication, man. I got your message too, man. That's awesome uh, that you are watching more content and taking action, which is great. Um, Vida de éxito, fire emojis. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Joshua Rolanda says, who's... Who's making calls and listening to the beast, Max? I appreciate it, man. Hey, get that work, bro. If you get a contract while I'm making calls and you're making calls, uh, make sure that you uh, let us know in the in the message in the section. So uh, Eric Camargo said it works. I'm not sure what worked, but uh, yeah, it works. <laughs> uh, Raymond said, uh, El Cerrador. I appreciate it. Thank you, Raymond. Harvey said, yo, what up, Max, and the Closers Lab family. I appreciate you, bro, Harvey. Thank you for being on the Club Collab as well, too, bro, asking questions and uh, making the show interesting. Thank you for participating. Um, Luke said, let's go. Let's do it, bro. And then um, let's see. Vida Dexito said he's got that Airbnb money. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's a good thing to that you that you observe. That's a good observation. He does. He's got that Airbnb, Airbnb money, and not only does he have that Airbnb money, he also has other rentals as well, which is the long-term rentals. He's not hurting for any cash, and he's not hurting enough to sell the uh, the what do you call it? the the um, the property. So um, I'll answer two more, and then I'm gonna jump back on the call because I do have a call uh, here in, in a couple minutes. So let's see. Uh, it says great call, Max. I have a question about your acquisition managers. Do you have them clock in or watch? 
what they do on their computers using programs like HubSaf. Uh, not, not, not our in-house acquisitions. Um, maybe something for like a virtual team. Uh, you know that 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 would work. Uh, but I mean, we have other ways. We we every team has different KPIs from your virtual team to your in-house team. And definitely, the, the, if they're not hitting the KPIs, that's in a sense how you can check and how you can monitor that. But yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, and I'll answer Harvey's question. And I'll get back on the phones here. It says Max, quick question. I see that you use batch leads to comp. I have batch leads and prop stream, and I use them for different reasons. Which one you recommend for comping out of state Arizona? Look, there is no one program that I like to say use this one strictly, right? Use this one specifically. Sorry. We use everything. We'll use the MLS. We'll use Zillow. We'll use Batch, especially on tricky properties or anything that's outside of Arizona as well. We can't use. We don't have access to the MLS on every on on everything. Uh, but bat, we 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 uh, we we navigate between Batch leads, PropStream, uh, Zillow as well. If you know how to use Zillow, even Redfin, um, you know, don't look at the Zestimate on Zillow. You can look at what's sold within the last thirty days as well. Uh, you just have to be a little more technical with Zillow. Um, and make sure that you're looking at the identical comp uh, comparable, um, not just on any sold. So, cool. Well, let's see. Uh, we're going to call the next person. Um, let's see if she's available. And she's got a property. Whoa, this is a million-dollar property here in uh, Arizona, Scottsdale. So let's give, let's give her a call and see if um, she's going to pick up. Let's see. Hello. Hello, Ann. Yes. Hi, Ann. It's Max. Uh, I'm calling because uh -huh. you had spoken to uh, one of my team members, Carl, yesterday about your property on East Yucca Street. Right. Okay. Probably caught you at a bad time. No, no, you haven't. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Carl, um, you know, he, he mentioned to me, passed me the information and he had some notes on here and you know, obviously the notes don't always, they're, sometimes they're wrong or sometimes they don't always tell a story, the whole story. Would it be okay if ask you a few questions? I'm sure the notes were right. Are you with 72 sold? Am I with who? I'm sorry, 72 sold? Uh-huh. Um, we buy houses like 72 sold. Oh, well, anyway, yes. His information was right. Okay. He, um, uh tell you the truth, I got irritated, and once I'm irritated, that's all. <laughs> so I I don't think we can do business. That's all there is to it. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a little confused. Uh, you're saying that you're irritated with us? Yes, yes, yes. I've never talked to you in my life. I'm sorry. I'm confused. No, not to you, but I talked to a salesperson yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, I just don't think the information he gave me was correct. And What, what um, information were you looking for, uh, Ann? No, I just called this to ask how much my house was worth and how much I would take for it. And um, he said that's not going to happen, so... I've, I've contacted at the realtor since then. So. Mm. Okay. So you're 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 gonna go. You're gonna list it with the realtor after all. Yes. Yes, oh, I am. I okay. So sounds like you um, 
Okay. Um, and then I'm assuming you have a realtor that you love working with. Well, I, I have a couple that are going to come out and give me the straight story. I know mm. I know my house is worth a lot of money. I don't. Um, I don't even know why you called me back to the truth. Well, I mean, you, it was noted that you asked us to give you a call today at 1030. No, I did not ask to have a call. He called me back and mm -hmm. said somebody was going to be calling me. I did not and you request. Told, and you told him, no, don't have him call me? No, I didn't. I said, I'll think about it. But after thinking on it all night, I mean, I'm firm. Period. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, no, that's fine, uh, and this is why I call, right? We don't buy every single house from everyone to talk to. That would be impossible, and my— Oh, all yeah. I, all I do is talk, is call to find out if this is even something that, you know, that, that I can work with, and obviously, you know, you, you understand that you are going to go with an agent. Um, and just out of curiosity, would you, would you be open or consider maybe speak, get another, uh, um, you know, options or, or ideas of selling the property with one of our, with one of our agents? No. No, I would not. Uh -uh. All right. Thank well, you. Sir. Sounds good. You take care. Okay. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. All right. That was interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, Carl actually told me about this call yesterday, and uh, this lady, uh, she's uh, she's definitely. Um, you, well, you guys, you you've heard the call, right? She's definitely. She was a little bit over the all over the place yesterday. I think she's going through like a divorce or something. I can't remember exactly, but uh, definitely, um, yeah, that was weird. But I think she wanted to talk to seventy two soul. That's what it was. So what happens with us on our PPC is sometimes we, we they confuse us when they call in through through the P, through PPC and they ask, uh, "Is this seventy two sold?" Uh, one tip for you guys that are doing PPC, those guys that are doing PPC marketing. If your PPC guy is is has ads that are running that maybe people get confused in regards to it could be 72 sold, open door, whoever the case may be, you heard she said, is this 72 sold? I didn't answer that question, right? I didn't say yes or no. What I said was, look, well, we buy houses like 72 sold, right? Now, 72 sold doesn't buy houses now. Uh, when they first started, they were, they, but they do find you a buyer, right? That's all they're doing. So basically... Um, Basically, I, I I didn't answer the question and say, no, this is not it. Yes. If I say yes, I don't want to lie. If I say no, she would have hung up. So all I said was, look, we buy houses like 72 sold. And what that does is that it creates, it, it, it opens up to have more conversations. So if you are doing PPC for marketing and you're running into situations where you're getting calls where that people are asking, is this, is this open door? Is this, you know, whoever the case may be, uh, you know, 72 sold, uh, you know, say, look, we buy houses like Open Door. We buy houses like 72 Sold, uh, Offer Pad, right? And then that way you can continue the conversation. Don't just say, no, this is not Open Door. This is we're, we're you know, investors, like, or we're, you know, we're, we're buying houses because what's going to happen, even though this call didn't go anywhere, but it still continued, right? I was able to pitch, you know, if she wanted to speak to one of our agents. But obviously there's nothing there. Um, I could have hung up on her long time ago i just wanted you guys to see how to navigate that conversation so again remember if you're doing ppc uh make sure that if you get a call like that don't automatically tell them that you um that, you, that you're not that company you're just like that company where you buy houses 
and that actually makes a huge difference. So uh, let's see. Uh, I have another call scheduled here. Let me let me actually answer some questions really quick. Uh, go back to Mariana says, Ricardo's team. Hey, what's going on, Mariana? I heard a lot about you guys. I heard you guys are crushing it. Um, it's awesome. I, I did a podcast with Ricardo yesterday. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mauricio Arroyo says, listening from Los Angeles during lunch at work. Thanks for the content, Max. Bro, that's dedication. Awesome. Thank you for watching, man. I truly appreciate it. Don't forget, if you haven't subscribed, like, like, hit the like button, subscribe, and then turn on your notifications. So that way, when we go live on the, on the podcast and we go live on these shows, you're going to be the first ones to get notified and then share the stream with someone. I'm going to answer uh, one more question or two more questions. Harvey said, oh, thanks for the answer. No problem, bro. Uh, Salazar, P. Salazar said, you mentioned that you use the MLS and AZ. What is the benefit of being licensed as a realtor and doing wholesale? A huge benefit. I mean, you have tools that and resources that a regular wholesale doesn't have, right? Um, I'm not personally licensed. Um, we use what's called Monsoon, but it's a huge benefit, right? Uh, a couple guys on our team are licensed, and when they go out, they can lock up the property, uh, you know, and, and whether it's a deal or no deal. So don't – if you want to get your license, get it. If you don't want to get it, don't get it. I'm not for it or against it, but I think it's beneficial. And at the other, at the same time, is do you need it? Absolutely not. Um, but it is beneficial to have it because it gives you an upper hand. Because now you can, you have more tools, you have more uh, basically uh, what is it called? More resources at the tip of your hands, right? You're not just trying to use uh, PropStream or Zillow. Now you got the MLS access. Now you can comp correctly. Now you can see what's actually selling, what the properties look like. Um, so there's a huge benefit to having it. Um, and there's a huge benefit to not having it. So it's up to you. Like I said, I'm, I'm the type of person that's not going to give you a, a direct answer when it comes to that because I'm not for it and I'm not against it either. Uh, it's, a, it's a personal choice whether you want to have it or not. All right, let's call. Um, looks like we have Mark. So let me give Mark a call really quick. Let's pull up his address. Let me see. All right, Mark. Guys, there's some awesome questions. If, drop your questions, your comments, uh, anything you heard which that was interesting, anything that you know that caught you off guard the way I said it. Uh, I want to definitely clarify it for you. Um, let's engage. Drop some comments uh, and and your questions as well too. So, all right, let's give uh, Mark a call and let's see what's going on with him. Oh, I got the wrong property on here. Let's see. Let me pull up his property, and then we'll give him a call. So we're, we're calling him a little earlier, but let's see if he picks up. I think the call, the call was scheduled for a little bit little bit later, but anyways, hopefully he's available. If not, we'll call him back. Hello, Mark. Yeah. Hi, Mark. It's Max. I'm calling you because you had spoken to one of my team members, Carl, about your property over at, at uh, Stormcloud Drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably caught you at a bad time. Yeah. Can you call me back maybe in 30 minutes? I definitely can do that. Yeah. I, I called you a little earlier. I apologize about that. I know we had a schedule for 11. I just didn't know if I yeah. caught you earlier. So, all right. Sounds good, yeah. Mark. I can definitely do that. All right. Thank you. You're Thanks. Welcome. 
Yeah, that's what I figured. We were going to catch him earlier. Um, like I said, a lot of times it doesn't hurt to call them um, just because, uh, you know, they might be available and, you know, start the conversation. But at least he was cool about it. Um, let's see who we ha who else we have on here because we have another call scheduled. Uh, this one's a little later, Beth. Um, yeah, so what happens is we schedule it. We try to schedule it on like 15 to 20 minute increments apart. But you, as you know, right, just like that, that last call, it ended pretty quick. Um, and sometimes what happens is that we don't, we don't, um, we don't stay on the phone for them for, for that long. So with them for that long. So basically, um, we have to move on to the next one, but let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Um, so we have here Eddie, which I don't know, Carl, if you're watching, if Eddie, if we've talked to him before, uh, looks like. Actually, we haven't. Let's call Eddie. See what's going on with him. I'm trying to see if somebody that we haven't called before we go to the next one, because we haven't. We have another call back, but I want to make sure that we continue the calls, um, so that way we can still create content. So, uh, let's see. Okay, so Carlos said Beth is ready to go. Okay, perfect. Let's see. Let's talk to Beth. Let me pull up her property. Hey guys, let me know if you're getting value out of this. Drop some fire emojis, some thumbs up, your comments. Uh, what what do you like? What you don't like? Uh, listen, I'm not. I'm, I don't. I don't get. I love. I love. Uh, I love looking at critiques, all that, everything. Uh, you know, because it makes me better at the end of the day. So, um, if you guys are getting value from this, if you're confused as to how, why I approach these calls, that's fine. Uh, I'm here to. I'm here so you can learn our our style and understand our sales process. So, uh, don't get stale in the comment section. Network uh, definitely leave messages, fire emojis, everything. So that way we can uh, we can continue and get hyped up for some calls. All right, so let's call Beth. Um, she's ready. So let's see. All right, let's see what she says. Hello? Hello, Beth? Hi, Beth. My name is Max. I'm calling because you spoke to one of my team members, Carl, about your property over at Baxter Drive? Yes. Okay. Probably caught you at a bad time. No, not at all. Okay, perfect. I, I appreciate that. So, yeah, uh, Carl had um, passed me over the information, and he had some notes on here in regards to, you know, uh, basically, not a lot, <laughs> it looks like. Um, you know, he just had some very basic notes, and they don't always tell the whole story. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions to see if this would be a property that we would be considering buying? Sure, go ahead. Okay, perfect. Um, so he didn't actually put anything in regards to, you know, as far as selling the property, what, what has you considering selling it? I told him I'm old. I'm old. I I can't do, take care of the yard anymore, you know, mm -hmm. I, you know, that's why. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, he's, he's definitely not going to put that you're old for me to start that conversation like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that, that would, that would, that would, get, could... that would get me in trouble. <laughs> oh. yeah. I, I'd like to go and enjoy the, you know, maybe do some traveling, whatever, you know, whatever I do is nobody else's business. That I agree. If, if I get in, again, 
like I told him and I told the first person, two twenty five. That's my uh, that's the, that's the price. I don't care if you want to remodel the bathroom, put a new roof on. You know, you can paint it and put gold fixtures all over. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Okay, two twenty five is my price. Okay. Okay. As is, whatever, whatever that, you know, whatever. So it's an old house. It might need a new roof. Mm -hmm. You know, there's probably some repairs that need to be done. I don't care what you do with the house after I leave. That's your business. Mm -hmm. But don't try to call me right now and tell me, oh, well, this needs to be done and this needs to be done and this needs to be done. I don't want to hear any of that. That's your choice Mm -hmm. to to do those things. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you can offer me two twenty five as is, that's that's my going price. Definitely not. I don't. De- definitely I not. Don't. Definitely not. I'm not. I'm not going to be your buyer at two twenty five. Okay. Well, then don't. Then take me off your list. Take me off everybody's list. Actually, I wish I, I, I wish little, I could do that for I, you, but unfortunately, I don't. I, I don't work for everybody. I can definitely remove you from ours. I mean, I'm tired of you guys calling me every day. With it comes up as a scam, actually, every time you guys call. I just I just the- had a little. Listen, I had a little free time today, so mm-hmm. I thought I'd go ahead and play your game. Okay, so well, um, yeah, I don't play games. I actually called you from a direct line, and then you know, as far as me, I've only called you today. But if you're not looking to sell it, that's all you had to tell me. Well, I am looking to sell because I, like I just said, I'm mm-hmm. old. I but I'm also the money that I get from this from here. I obviously either have, will use it for an apartment or whatever else I decide to do. Mm-hmm. That's nobody's business. But I want it for that's my my uh, livelihood for um, you know for the rest of my life. No, I get and it, I'm, and that makes a lot of sense. You know, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I understand. Listen, I, I I talk to a lot of people and and and. Probably, I would say six out of ten, seven out of ten usually are selling, and that means that that's you know that's usually something they're using for retirement. I, I understand that totally, and that's why you know I, I, when you say your price and you're pretty firm, I don't try to, you know, I'm very transparent. That's why I say I'm not your buyer, and I, and I get it. You know, that's what you want. I'm not here to beat you up or or even try to say this is what I need to do the house, this and that, because that's not what I do. Okay, well then that's fair enough. So just make sure your people don't call me anymore. Sounds good. Take care. Mm-hmm. Bye. Boom. All right. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Uh, that was a good. That was a crazy call. Um, interesting. Um, I don't know what uh, she said. Two twenty-five. Yeah. There's definitely nothing in that area. I'm looking that that would even consider. I mean, there's one actually over here that sold for two sixty-nine. But even then, I mean, we're talking. You know, that wouldn't even make, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, yeah, and even the one up here sold for uh, 1,300 square feet. You could tell right here. Sold for 195. Um, uh, let's see. We got another. Yeah, it would just, 225. She's she's definitely uh, smoking something at her age, even if she's old. Uh, 225 doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, man. She definitely was going off on me. I think uh, I think uh, somebody else pissed her off. Maybe it was Carl. Carl, we're gonna have to have a talk. I think you pissed her off, bro. <laughs> 
but I love those calls because, you know, when you hit, so here's the thing, right? The goal on these calls is to actually discover pain and motivation or gain. It's the same thing. Sorry, motivation. Let me throw that out. The goal to the goal of these calls is to discover pain or gain. If there's no pain or gain, I'm going to hit them with logic at the end of the day, right? Like, I'm being honest. Like, I haven't called her. I don't know what's going on. Um, it's uh, it's definitely uh, not, you know, I want to know, like, and I want her to know, like, I'm not somebody that called you, right? I'm not, you know, uh, it doesn't make sense for me. And she understood that. And I think she liked that. At the end of the day, she was laughing. And, you know, you guys saw how I started the conversation in regards to, like, look, I can't start the conversation with you. Hey, he said that you're old and you want to sell the property. How would that conversation go? Right. <laughs> She's already heated. Imagine if I started. Yeah. The, Carl said in the notes that you're getting old and, you know, and you're, I don't know if you're about to croak, but, you know, you need to sell the house. That's why I'm calling you like that. That would have not uh, definitely uh, <laughs> definitely not would have went well. Um, that was cool, though. It's, it's definitely Carl's fault. I'm going to talk to Carl. I think he pissed her off. <laughs> uh, let me go to the notes. We have one more call. Um, well, I'm going to call. um Mark back here in a little bit, I think at 11, but, um, hopefully, hopefully he'll answer, but let me go to the, let me go to the comments or see if there's any questions really quick. Um, let's see, uh, let's see, let me go back up here. All right. Uh, Ovo, Eric said fire. I appreciate it. Thank you for that. Uh, black Aveli, I think you pronounce that. That's an interesting name. Like Machiavelli, Blackavelli, I guess. Uh, said, good job on that. Handle it very well. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Or thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Marcus, I appreciate the fire emojis. Thank you for that. Um, let's see. The Kerr company said, for your cold callers, where are you buying your phone numbers? They seem to be getting marked as spam at an alarming rate. Yeah, we're, we don't buy uh, We use Call Tools 2.0. And within that system, we are actually, we can buy numbers. And the rule of thumb is to have 20 to 30 numbers per caller. Because what happens is that one number per day can call, I would say 100. It used to be 150, but now it's probably down to 100 because of the way the the, the carriers have been uh, spamming the uh, the calls or the numbers. So you got to have a lot of numbers so they rotate. And that's what's happening in call tools. Call tools does it automatically where we can stop it to where one, one number hits 100 for the day. It's done. It's not going to call any more numbers. Uh, but you need to have a lot. Like we have 30, probably up to we're up to 30 now or 35, I think. And these are called DIDs, which are which are the the, the caller IDs. Right. Um, that are going out when the, when it's hitting the, uh, the the seller's phone. I mean, it, it's uh, it, this one right here. I'm actually calling from directly from my cell phone. I didn't want to tell her that, but uh, yeah, she she definitely um, she definitely didn't get a spam likely on mine. Uh, let's see, Manny, thank you for the fire emojis. Thank you guys for the fire emojis. Carlos, Kerr, Cameron, Stephen, uh, Stephen Valencia said she 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 she's giving it to you, Max. <laughs> I know she was uh she was on fire uh, she was lecturing me I feel like uh I feel like um when I was little and my nana was like yelling at me that's that's what I felt on that call <laughs> uh let's see uh Ovo Eric said, brother, you handle that so smooth. thank you, brother. I appreciate that I appreciate it um I appreciate that let's see axo ace ninety nine said in cases like that, is it good? 
is it good to try helping her? Like she said, moving to an apartment. Um, you know, it depends. You know, for me, it depends how engaged they are, right? And I don't. She wasn't an engaged prospect for me. You know, obviously she 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 spilled the beans, said, "Hey, the only reason why I'm calling you is because I get too many calls and I'm tired of you guys calling me." Uh, so in that case, no. Um, I make the I would I would make the decision. I make the decision. I make the case that I'm not gonna offer anything else. Here's the problem. You a lot of salespeople, and this is what's wrong with 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 our industry. What I see a lot of people do wrong is that we always try to sell on features and benefits, right? We get caught up in too much. And what I mean by that is, hey, I can close in ten days. Hey, I'll give you cash. Hey, you don't have to pay closing costs. Do we do all those things? Yes, we do all those things, but we don't sell on features and benefits. We will we will uh, incentivize incentivize if that's if, that, if I'm saying that correctly with features and benefits when we're in negotiations, right? When we're in negotiations and we're running into roadblocks, we'll say, look, here's what we've done in the past with with uh, Sandy. We you know we were able to close on the time frame that she requested. We paid cash and we let her stay two weeks after. You know, and she was ecstatic. She was happy. Max, I don't know if you would consider something like that. So even then, we're still not applying those features and benefits. So no matter what you do with the prospect, especially an unengaged prospect, you're not going to convince her to do anything. Um, she was pretty, you know, whether you want to help her or not. So um, I think, um, I think, uh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Let's see. Uh, as Steven Valencia said, firecracker. <laughs> She was. She was definitely uh, a firecracker. He said, tell her 224. Yeah, definitely not. I'm not going to be doing that. Let's see. Uh, Jermaine Warfield said, she's smoking big, big rocks. <laughs> maybe, man. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. So, um, so Austin, actually, this is a good question. So, Austin Barta said, how do you separate or differentiate what he put here? So how do you separate yourself from the competition beyond the highest offer? I love this. So when we have a situation where let's say they're looking at multiple offers, right? And we know that they're going to go with the highest. Um, what we like to do is we like to, we, we like to ask a discovering question, which is uh, basically the way that works is we would say, Austin, let's pretend that you got five offers and all five offers were the same. They were all the same. Outside of the price, what else would you need to see or hear to make you feel comfortable selling the property? Now we're going to get into the details, right? Because a lot of times, yes, they want to go with the highest offer, but let's find out what else is needed, right? What else What else do they need? Because the thing is that if, let's say that you say, look, I can pay you that and I can do this, do that. There's definitely, you're, you don't know. They're the only ones that know the answer to that. So even if you are the highest offer, and let's say I come in and maybe I can offer less because I made that discovery that, you know, well, if all offers were the same, all five offers were the same, what I would need to look at is I would need to have $10,000 non-refundable earnest money. I would need two weeks to stay after, you know, the closing happens so that way I can get a pod or whatever the case may be, or I need to see a proof of funds, whatever it is. That's going to separate you from the other guys because, believe me, the other whoever else is making that offer is going to um, is not going to ask them that question. 
right? So that's a, that's a really good question to find out how you can separate from that. And it allows you to discover, uh, keep the conversation going and discover what actually they need besides maybe the highest offer. Uh, you know, that's that's one way that you can. Um, any, any way else, I mean, obviously, if you have a seller that's going to go with the highest offer anyways, I think uh, the, the, the problem is that, you know, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, there's always going to be individuals that don't really care, sellers that don't care about, you know, whether they get, you know, um, the highest offer or not. Another question is too you can ask is so are you looking for the highest offer or are you looking for an offer you can depend on right because there's a huge difference between both a lot of people don't think about that and they and they usually the the response is is there a difference oh there's absolutely a difference i can tell you if your house is worth 300 i can give you 500 but guess what i'm gonna at, at you know, in the middle of this, I'm going to give you a call and I'm going to say, hey, I need a price reduction after you have all your stuff in the U-Haul, after you uh, basically told all your family members that it's sold. And guess what? If you don't give me that price reduction, I'm going to cancel this contract. So not always. That's why you have to this, you have to ask discovering questions to see if if the highest offer is really what they're looking for. Or is it something else, you know, and again, asking that question, are you looking for the highest offer or are you looking for an offer you can depend on? And typically that will get you away from actually uh, asking the uh, the highest offer or sorry, from from continuing the conversation with the highest offer. So hopefully that helps. Um, I'm going to answer a few more questions. Uh, let's see. Hector said, what about tossing out? If I could pay X, would you give me terms? Um, no, because you, you that's the other thing is that, again, that's another feature. That's just features. Uh, that's not that's features, maybe negotiation. Uh, what I would say, Hector, it was Hector that asked that question. What about tossing out? A, if I could pay X, would you give me terms? I don't ever use the word terms because um, I know I know there's a lot of people out there that do. You know, whether they use it or not, that's fine. But for her, I wouldn't because... Um, she wants to cash out. That's her life savings when she sells that property. You got you got to listen to details like that. Um, and I never use the word terms or seller carry or uh, uh, you know subject to because sellers don't understand those things. Right? Simple thing is like, look, what happens? And I, I don't know if you heard that first call. What I told that the guy, the first guy was, look, what happens in some, in these cases where a cash offer is too much for us to pay. Uh, what we've done with other sellers is that we've actually just made payments to them where they allow us, they sell us the property at the price they're asking, and then we make payments to them. So we simplify it down to the basically uh, down to the to to the easiest way or, or the clearest way possible uh, to be able to. I just don't like using terms, creative, all that stuff. I just don't like that. Um, let's see. It says uh, Cyrus asked the question, or Cyrus, I think, makes a comment. Says. Make a post, screenshot the notes posted by your team, blank out the information. This will help people see what good notes look like versus bad notes. So, <laughs> so Cyrus, the notes are always good. It's actually a strategy that I use because what's going to happen if, if you just come out the gate and you start talking to them, they're going to say, well, I left, your, I left your guy notes. I told your guy why, why I wanted to sell. So my, my, my strategy on why I do that is because I can. Pro I want to discover and I want to ask questions, and that it can give me information, more information that maybe Carl got right. Um, the notes are good, actually; they're not bad. And I just tell that to them because a lot of times, what happens if we call them and then we come out the gates, they're gonna be. It gives me that permission to ask the questions over again, so I can hear it directly from them and to see if I hear anything new, right? Uh, because they will tell you. Well, I already talked to your partner. Didn't he? Didn't he tell you why I called? 
So I tackle it up front, and I always tell them, hey, that I see, you know, Carl has some notes on here. You know, the notes aren't always good. It's not that the notes are bad. I just don't want to go just based on on the notes here. So anyways, let's see. Uh, it's almost 11 o'clock. I'm going to make this last call with Mark. I know he said call him back in 30 minutes, but, I mean, let's see. Uh, let's call him up, see what happens. Great, great questions, by the way. Uh, keep them coming. Uh, your comments, your questions, uh, definitely love the, the, the engagement. Uh, let's continue that so that way we can make the show interesting and help you guys out and everything you can. So let's pull up uh, Mark's address really quick. All right, let's see. So I got the address up, I believe. No, I don't. All right, let's give, uh, let's call him back. All right, let's see. There we go. We're calling a little bit earlier than the 30 minutes, so anything can happen. Hello? Hello, Mark? Hey, man. What's hey, going on? Not much, Mark. Uh, just calling you back. Yep. Cool, cool. You're you're in a better you're in a better place now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, uh, you know, uh, thank you for taking my call. Appreciate that. I know uh, earlier I had mentioned a little bit about uh, you know Carl uh, giving me the information, right. and then you know he had some notes on right. here about the property and you know basically like mm -hmm. what goals you had and stuff. And I know sometimes the notes don't always tell everything. Do you mind if I just ask you a few questions as well? Sure, go ahead, man. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, so one of the things um, that Carl had mentioned on here as far as the, the property goes, uh, so it looks like this was, is, are you remodeling? Is this your the house that you're remodeling right now? No. Okay, because no. on here it says uh, that, oh, it's your mom's house that you're remodeling. Right. Got it. Okay, okay. And this property, is this this is your property, the one? This yes, one? it is. Yep, yep. That's okay. my personal residence. My I, wife and I built it back in 2007. Okay, you you actually um, you're you're the only owner. It's you're you've been the only owner uh -huh. of this property. All right. Yep. And then just uh, what what has you considering selling it? Uh, you got the you guys gave me a call. <laughs> you gave me a call. I'm always open to sell anything. Price is right. So I always say for there's a buyer for everything when the price is right. Absolutely. Or a seller or a buyer in this case, seller. right? <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. So. So it sounds like, you know, obviously the main reason is you've been getting other calls besides us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And has anyone made you an offer on this property at all? No. No. Okay. Why do you think that is? Uh, in the past, I said I wasn't going to sell. Mm-hmm. So, um and I probably, I still may not. <laughs> I probably won't because I, yeah, I don't. I doubt that you're. I know. I mean, you guys are in the business of making a lot of money, so. Uh, <clears throat> up to you guys. Yeah. Want to buy the house? Five hundred thousand. If not, uh, you mm -hmm. know, no, no, no feelings hurt. Yeah. No. 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 That's that's. I love the straightforwardness. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and that's the thing, right? Uh, typically, you know, when. Either we talk to someone or we're buying somebody's property. We don't always buy every single property, right? Typically, what Absolutely. usually it's uh, there's three reasons what why people sell. It's usually they want to select like a time frame, their own closing mm -hmm. date, 
a lot of times, you know, they might be in some financial situation, not always, but most of them sell because right. the property needs a lot of repairs and they just can't handle the, right. the upkeep anymore. But it doesn't sound like any of those apply no. to you. No, actually, I'm very happy with it. I just, I, like I told Carl, uh, I just uh, just um, refinanced our mortgage here about in January. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I got it at 1, 1.9%. Man. Or nine nine percent. So uh, well, I'm really having you. second good thought. Good for you. That's awesome. Even doing anything, but you know, like I said, the price is right. And at that at that time, when they when they, we refinanced, they appraised the house at, at five twenty. So mm-hmm. um, is that what you refinance it for? Five twenty? No, 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 no. Two sixty. We owe two sixty on it. Okay. So, yeah, I mean that interest rate. I definitely would wouldn't sell. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not. Uh, you know, we're not, I'm not. In fact, I asked my wife last night what she would take or what she wanted to sell the house for, and she said five sixty. So. Uh, oh, okay. I thought she would say, "Do you, have you?" I, I thought she would maybe say when you ask her how much you would take for it, like, "I hope you like sleeping on the couch." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, basically, it was. Yeah. So, um, you know, I told Carl, you know fair deal to me i you know i know you guys try to or gotta say what you gotta say i mean I, and yeah. i understand you know without a realtor and without costs and cash mm-hmm. deal but uh, my bottom line is five hundred thousand. so yeah you know. well i mean the thing is that yeah you know when when people start telling me that it's only because they're caught because we're getting calls and then i hear this number mm-hmm. that's you know, way beyond. I just uh, all I say is like I won't be your buyer, obviously at that price. But okay. Yeah. Well, sounds good, um, a, Mark. I really issue, appreciate man. it. I really appreciate it, and uh, good luck with that five hundred thousand. Okay. All right. No problem. Thank okay. you. Bye. All right. Same thing. Right. A lot of getting calls. Uh, not no motivation. No pain. Uh, what happens a lot of times? So a lot of these leads are coming from our uh, our VAs. Uh, they're doing cold calls. So you know that virtu- the VAs don't typically have a high qualification process because we don't want them to. We don't want them talking to the sellers like like I'm talking to them right now. So a lot of people say, yeah, yeah, sure, I, I would consider selling. And for them, that's a raise of hand, right? That's really what we want. They don't they don't get too deep into um, into you know this type of process where they talk to the sellers like this, uh, uh, very thorough, um, you know. And so this happens. And uh, it's going to happen to you, you know, if you're using cold callers. So basically it goes back to what I always say is that don't ever get into when you're prospecting or when you're following up, don't get into convincing mode. What you need to be doing is being in sifting mode. So that way you understand, you know, uh, because this this takes a lot of mental fuel. And you guys notice that I'm not spending too much mental fuel on people. I'm moving on fast. And sometimes I move, I'm doing it slower here because I want to show you how to navigate hard conversations. Um, but if it was any, any other day or, or I'm not doing this, uh, these people, I would be off the phone with them even faster. Because when you're prospecting, you're following up. Remember, it, this is tough what we do, right? Talking to sellers and, and mental, mental toughness. You got to start building that. So uh, let's see. Carlos said that uh, Justin Rivera is ready to go. All right, well, let's call Justin. See, let me pull up his property, and this might be... Let's see. All right, let's see here. I'm going to make this last call, and then I'm going to answer all your comments. I mean, all, I'm going to answer all the questions that are coming in. So get your question in right now. Go to the comment section. Make your comments. 
put your questions in it in because after this call I'm going to go through and I'm going to answer it and then we're going to end the show with that. Um, but let me call let me call uh, Justin and let's talk to him. Uh, but I want to encourage you to ask your questions so that way I can answer them and then uh, maybe I can help you out on anything. Hmm. Okay. Relocate to hometown of Oklahoma. This might be an interesting one. Let's see. Hello, Justin. Yes. Hi, Justin. It's Max. I'm calling you because you had spoken to one of my team members, uh, Carl, about your property over at West Avenida. Yes. Okay, perfect. Probably caught you at a bad time. No, you caught me at a good time, actually. Oh, did I? Okay. Okay. I appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, Carl had uh, mentioned, he left me, he passed me on the information and he had some notes on here in regards to, you know, you considering selling the property. Um I know sometimes some things are missing or maybe the notes aren't always correct. Do you mind if I just ask you a few questions as well? No, go ahead. Okay. So one of the things he said was that, you know, as far as why you're considering selling the property, it looks like you're trying to relocate over to Oklahoma again. Yeah, Oklahoma, Texas area. Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, whereabouts in Oklahoma? Uh, I'm from a small town of Altus. Okay. Yeah, it's good. It's like... Go ahead. Lower pen. It's like in the lower pen handle. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, we um we actually and I'm asking that because we buy properties in but in Oklahoma City, so mm -hmm. yeah, Oklahoma City. I don't think we go down to uh, Tulsa, but definitely we're we're buying a couple of properties uh there in Oklahoma City. That's why I was asking if you're. So it sounds like you're more on the outskirts. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And then besides just moving to Oklahoma, I mean, what else has you considering selling besides that? Um, that's pretty much it. Okay. Got it. And then uh, as, as far as selling the property, is there anyone else that's going to have an input on the sale of the property? No. I'm, I'm the only one that's entitled to the house. So you're the only one that's on title, you said? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um. I am looking online, you know, because obviously I pull up some information. Is there somebody by the name of Melissa that, that you know of? That's my mom. She passed away. That's what I told um, Carl. Oh, okay. I, I apologize. Sorry to hear that. How long ago was that? Uh, she passed away in 2017. Wow. Okay. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no problem. And then, as far as selling the property, I mean, what what have you what have you done to try to sell this besides talking to us today? I haven't tried to do anything yet. This is just kind of you know spur of the moment kind of deal. I went back and visited some family members and told them that you know with my mom passing away and not having family around and my grandparents and everything, pretty much told me and that I need to just think about moving back or. Right. Okay. So your grandparents recommend it just to move back over over with them or near them? Uh, near them. Near them. Okay. And w how do you feel about that? Um, I actually been considering it for quite a while, but I just, you know, with living out here and doing my own thing, you know, with job and everything and my job just recently let me go, so, you know, I'm kind of in the verge of just, okay, relocate. Mm -hmm. I already got it. You know, I got my grandfather that I can go work with and have a job whenever I get there. It's just I got to get this house sold before mm -hmm. I can ever go 
and try to find me a new location. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, man, sorry to hear that. You have a couple events here. So the, when, uh, so your, your job, what did you do for work that? I used to do, um, environmental work with the stormwater. Oh yeah. Doing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, big, doing big box stores. Like we check all the, uh, culvert pipes. We check drop inlets and check all the retentions and, mm-hmm. uh, stuff for Walmart lows and targets. And then wow. just recently. Yeah, just recently my company kind of took a turn because they lost the contract, so they let um, eight of us off, and you know wow. it's just kind of it's been a bear. <laughs> yeah, that's um, yeah. I was gonna ask what happened if you guys lost the contract, or maybe there's just not enough. Um, man, it's hard to hear yeah. that. So, have you tried uh, applying for other other positions or other spots? I've. Look for different jobs and stuff, but nothing's really uh, contacting me back. Oh, okay. Um, so that's another reason why I'm kind of leaning towards the relocate of yeah. everything. It's just because it's easier for me to get a job in my hometown than it is here. Yeah, I mean, well, with everything you're telling me, you know, obviously, you know, with um, with grandparents asking to, you know, move back, living by, and then, you know, what happened with the job it almost makes sense as to maybe even when you relocate to start a new job there instead of starting a new job here. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. I see. Okay. And so, and so knowing, I mean, obviously we know that's going on. Um, when are you looking to get this done? Like maybe like, uh, in the way, uh, no, probably within, you know, the next few months, a few months. Yeah. yeah and as possible. Like few months and three months, or a few months and six months. Like few months and three months. Okay. So do you do you want to have the process done in three months, or you want to get it started in three months? Uh, get it done in three months. All right. So it's uh, it, we're we're June or sorry May twelve, and um, so you're looking to get, say that again. I would say to probably get it done wrapped up, you know, probably by, you know, July or August time frame. Okay. Which one do you prefer, July or August? Um, I prefer sooner the better. Okay. Got it. Got it. And then as far as, so, so, the, so, so, so to move, so moving back to Oklahoma, it sounds like you already have um, you, you've got an opportunity to move somewhere, which you don't have to worry about finding. You got a job, um, you know, there waiting for you. The only thing that's stopping you right now from actually doing all that is selling this property. Yeah, well, this is my current residence. You know, this is where I live. You know, month to month, mm-hmm. um, and I have all my stuff here. But I mean, it's my thing is, is just if I can get it in the process of already getting it mm-hmm. sold or whatever, then that way I can, you know, start getting like U-Hauls lined up and Got it. so forth and so on. Okay. When, when, um, it sounds like for, for all that, are you going to need the money of the sale to make the move or are you able to get all that handled before then? Like get the U-Haul and all that? Oh no! I'm gonna need the I'm gonna need the money 
uh, for okay. the cell. Oh, okay. I see. I see. So it sounds yeah, like you might need some time even after the property sells. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, not really time. It just, you know, just depending on how fast I can get the money out of it I see. and, you know, get everything find out. Cause like I said, if I do move, then I'm going to have to, you know, get a hold of my grandparent and see like what kind of properties are available over there and the mm -hmm. price range that I'll get. And, you know, versus, you know, like going over there empty handed and not having anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, I guess maybe I wasn't, uh, and I apologize, it's my fault. As far as what I meant uh, to sell the property, I get what you're saying about make sure you have, you want to have it all done before you relocate. What I was trying to ask is, would you be needing those funds to help you uh, basically uh, move over there, get that process yeah. started? Okay, got it. Yeah. I, and I get it. Like, I know a lot of people when they're relocating, what happens is the last thing they want to do is deal with, you know, being over there and then, then trying to deal with the, with the sale of the property over here. Um, I've talked yeah. to so many people that that happens and it just doesn't always yeah. work out so well. Yeah, because that's what I was going to talk to my agent about because I have a real estate agent that um, refinanced the house for me. Mm -hmm. um, but I was going to talk to them and see what the process is in doing that, but I think it would be even more of a lengthier process than to go with you know, somebody like y'all yeah. that can just come in and, you know, evaluate the house, mm -hmm. give me a price, tell me, okay, yeah, we're going to buy it for this. And then, mm -hmm. you know, as long, my biggest thing is I just need to get my mortgage paid off so it doesn't yeah, uh, decrypt my credit or anything. Correct. Okay. So, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing Got right it. now. And then just, um, just out of curiosity, ballpark, what do you still owe on that? Um, one sec. I can tell you exact numbers. Oh, I love that. I love that even better. <laughs> Most people are like, I don't know. I have to look it up. Now, as far as, you know, going and having to get a statement from the bank, that would help out tremendously because the last thing we want to do no. obviously, is make an offer lower than what your mortgage is, which we wouldn't in this case. But um, I like to always tell people that I don't want to feel feel like a dummy, right? Making an offer and, uh, hey, that's, that's less than what I owe. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll call it 159 just just because a lot of yeah. times what happens when you get a payoff. It might be even a little higher, but just ballpark we'll, we'll, for round numbers, we'll call it a 159. So we know, and understanding that, obviously we know that we need to pay the, the, the lender off, right, the mortgage. They're not going to say, right. you know, hey, Max or hey, uh, Justin, you know, you guys don't need to pay us, right? Obviously we, need, we know we need to pay that 159. Uh, mm -hmm. On top of the 159, can you think of anybody else who you would write a check to after that that would need to be paid off as well? Uh, nobody, really. I mean, I'm, that's all I need to get paid off is just the mortgage company. I wouldn't have to pay anybody else. Okay, I see. And then uh, I, I've, already paid, 
I've already paid the HOA dues for the four years, so that's already oh, wow. paid off. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, uh, it's a good um, a good feeling when you can do that. I know most people are on the other side of that, which is they owe the HOA fees for a year. Uh, so that's, yeah. that's good on your part. No, the HOA fees are pretty pretty cheap. They're uh, $13 a month, so they give me a one lump sum. You know, I pay them what, like one one seventy five, one eighty mm-hmm. for the full year. So that's what it did. Okay. And then um I my next question would be is uh we know the one fifty nine has to be satisfied. On top of that one fifty nine, what would you need to make you feel comfortable to do this whole process and then get you over to Oklahoma on top of the one fifty nine? Well, that that's another thing like I was telling um your coworker, um I do have solar panels on top of the house that I that I financed as well. Are they so are they, are they leased or, or are they or is it a lease or is it actual purchased? It's it's an actual it's a purchase, but I'm paying the payments for. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I get that, I get that. It wasn't a full purchase. It's you purchased it, yeah. you bought it, and then you're it, making the payments on it. Right. So basically, yeah, you can say it's kind of like a lease, and I I try to get them to roll that. That price rolled into the loan, but they couldn't do it just because of the interest rate I got on it was a lot better than trying to roll it all on the one. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And then are you going to satisfy that that amount or do you want somebody to can somebody uh, uh, take over that payment or do you need to pay that off? Um, I mean... I mean, either way, I mean, if somebody can take over the payments, that'll be awesome. But, I mean, if I have to satisfy it, then, you know, that's where an additional 25 to 30K would be needed. Yeah. Sometimes that is transferable. I mean, you obviously would have to go look at your docs. Uh, uh, you know, I know with leases, they're automatically transferred if you want to. But with when it's a purchase, uh, uh, they can be transferable as well. It just depends on how, how they wrote how they wrote things up. But, uh, you know, yeah. okay. I mean, I would have to get in touch with them and see what the outcome would be on it. But I mean, either way, I mean, I'm, I only pay one hundred and thirty four dollars a month on that. Okay. So, I mean. You know, if if I have to keep paying the payments on the solar panels and say, for instance, you do come in and give me the 160 and then whatever on top of that, yeah. then, you know, that that's understandable as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, well I mean, we, we do, really don't want to do that for you because that's an inconvenience. So, I mean, whether we take it over or if we can take it over and it makes it easier for you. I know we've done that in the past. We actually have... One we bought, I want to say last month, and um, and basically it it was it was actually transferred over to us, and it just made it easier for the seller, so they don't have, because the last thing we want is you sell the property and then you still have some type of uh, attachment or not attachment, but you know you're still attached to the property. Uh, you, right. you don't want to do that. Um, yeah, I just, that that's that's why I was kind of you know skeptical of everything because I was like, man, you know I do got the solar panels, I'm still paying on and. Yeah. All this other stuff, and I was like, man, I don't know if they're going to buy it or if they're going to turn me away. That's my biggest thing is getting turned away, yeah. you know, no, when I understand. I'm trying to. Okay. So so we know, again, I'm going to go back, just asking you real quick. So we know the mortgage, the 160 has got to be paid off. Um, we can, if we can take over the, the, the solar. We we're more than happy to, we don't, we don't shy away from properties with solar. 
But for you personally, what, what would you need on top of that to, you know, that would help you to say, hey, this is the amount that would help me, Max, to get me over to Oklahoma. I can do everything that I need to with this amount. What would you need? What was that amount that you would feel comfortable with? Well, like like I was telling your coworker, I had the house appraised with everything, and they told me two hundred and fifty thousand was what the house appraised for. So I mean, is that what you want for the property? Two hundred fifty. That. That's what I. That's what I take is you know two fifty for you know everything to be said and done, and then now to give me my money so that way I can get the U-Haul and stuff and make a transition, and you know I won't be stuck with you know everything just being left in the U-Haul, and I can find a storage unit or find a house right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what I'm trying to do is just sell this well, and. You know, have a little bit of money to just go straight to a house or a rental home and say, here you go. Mm-hmm. Here's your first month's rent and so forth. And I can just start living in the house. Yeah. I mean, in order for me to, you know, let's do all those things that we talked about, right. Help you with the, you know, get that solar transferred. Maybe even we can let you stay two weeks and all that. Just two fifty would put us out of, out of range as far as buyers. Um, for me, that would be, you know, if you're looking to get that, you definitely can get that if you list it with an agent on the market. I mean, there's definitely yeah. a potential to, you know, to get that. I mean, especially in, in your market, but as far as buying it as a cash offer at 250, it just would put me way, way out of range because not only do I have to pay the 250, I have to get, you know, what's called a private loan, which is interest rates are a little high. And then on top of that, I'm going to be making payments for the solar, right? And and I get it. This is my this is what we get into. Um, but at 250, it would just put me way way too far than than I would I would feel comfortable uh, paying for the property. Um, what? Okay. And that aspect, what would you feel comfortable paying? So I'm um, I'm trying to see uh, as I'm talking to you. Obviously, um, you know, just looking at to see what. What are some uh, some properties that have sold? Because I know Go I can tell you right now the house across the street from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just put it on the market just what like within a couple weeks ago, and the guy I was talking to said that he uh, sold it for two sixty. Mm-hmm. Across the street, and I know, yeah, and I know there's another house around the corner that just sold for 300 and something. And there, there's a lot of houses in the whole neighborhood that's been selling for, you know, 250 to 300 thousand. Mm-hmm. So what I'm looking at is actually, this is the wrong one. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe, you know, would you be comfortable with like 200? 200,000. Two hundred thousand dollars. Okay, I mean we're close. That, that would that would definitely uh, that would definitely get me to look into it a little bit more at two hundred thousand for sure. And then you know obviously we're still talking about the uh, the what is it called the uh, the solar as well too. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, let's take a look. And then how many it's uh how many bedrooms and bath is yours? Is it four or three? Uh this well this house is well if you want to include like the computer room, it's actually considered a four bedroom home mm-hmm. with uh two full baths. Hello, you there? 
Yeah, I'm here. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I think you cut out. Yeah, I have basically the four the four bedrooms, and then I have the master, and then you have the master bathroom, and then you have a, a guest bathroom. Let me see. So you have uh, so you have total of three bedrooms plus a den, and then how many bathrooms again? I got a master and a, a guest bathroom. I got two bathrooms. Okay, so you got two bathrooms. Perfect. Yeah, and then I got a two-car garage. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's a so the one, yeah I guess it's almost similar to what the one I'm looking at that just sold as well. Um, and then let's see. Yeah, pretty much everything in this block is like cookie cutter. I mean, you either get a two, you either get a two-story or you get a single story. <laughs> correct. Correct. Yeah. Um. Yeah, as as far as uh, the you know, what what if somebody and I'm I'm not saying I can I want to do a little I want to see if I if I can even pay this but what if someone gave you like one sixty five or one seventy five what would happen next? Uh, I can't I can't do that. No, I mean, I, yeah yeah no I get it I get it I'm I'm like I said I'm not I'm not saying that I can offer that I'm just saying if someone wants to offer yeah. you around that range. I mean, if somebody offered me that range, I mean, yeah, that'd buy me out of the mortgage and everything. But you know, still, I'll still be, you know, paying the solar panels and stuff as well. Well, no, that would include that would include uh, obviously taking over the solar panel. Oh. Mm, that's that's a hard one. I mean, like I said, I mean, if you know, if I had a ballpark it anywhere from there just to be comfortable mm-hmm. and, you know I, I i couldn't come down no more than you know maybe 195 okay that you know that'd be probably like my most bottom dollar because you know moving expenses and stuff are pretty high right now and fuel's high and yeah, yeah. okay so, one hundred ninety-five thousand. You would feel comfortable if someone was to offer you that, a net to you. If somebody was offering me that, then yeah, I might be considered it a bit. Might be. Yeah. So you're. I mean, I, you're not sure then. At one ninety-five. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not like all the way on board, but I mean, if it came out like that and that's all I can get for it, then you know, then I would have. Basically, no choice but to, you know, mm-hmm. take it and just go with it. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to relocate as fast as possible just so that way, you know, myself and can, you know, yeah. get a job lined out and get, you know, a stable foundation so that way I can start my new beginning. Got it. So here's what I'll do is um, – because I'm thinking about this because one thing that we can do, I mean, the 195 – we can definitely that definitely helps me to understand where you're at, and then I can look at, uh, especially you know one thing that as far as taking the solar is the only is is basically what uh, what I'm thinking about here because I have to add that to that payment as well too right taking over the solar you said it was 134, um, and then uh, let me see, and then from there if, if okay well let's uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk talk this with my partner. What I want to do is I want to check one more thing to make sure that uh, 
that this could be used as a uh, what we call a, a rental property make sure there's no restrictions or anything like that. Um, and what I like to do is do a little bit of research and then I get back to you. If I can't do the 195, I'll tell you. I'm not going to negotiate with you, right? Um, but let's say I go talk to my partner and basically what happens, you know, we look at it and we say, Hey, you know what, Justin? Um, it seems like the 195 is where we would be at, and and that would be an offer you can depend on, net to you. Uh, what what would happen next if I do come back to you and tell you that? Then you know I can I could probably live with that. Okay, live with that. Yeah. So you would sell. Yeah, I, w- I would definitely sell. I mean, I just like I said, I just. My thing is, is I just need to, you know, I'm okay. trying to just get out as fast as possible. Okay, and and then what we could, and then so so then I, I will I will go and um, I will go and talk to him and figure out if if we could do the 185. Um, and like I said, it sounds like if we do if we can make that happen, oh. then you're open to selling. Typically when, when somebody does tell me that is usually means that they feel comfortable putting things in writing. Cause obviously we use a title company. We don't do handshakes or, you know, click claim deeds or anything like that. Is that, is that what okay. you feel comfortable putting things in writing? Yeah, that, that'd be fine. Okay. And then earlier, uh, just want to make this clear. You said that there was nobody else that's going to have an input on the sale of the property. No, just your I mean, I, I mean, as, once I once I sign papers, that's that's it. You know, I'm okay. My name's the my name's the only thing on the title, insurance, everything. Got it. So and there's then, no okay. And then when I do call you back today, and let's say that we like you know, like I said earlier, by when would you like to have your money? Um, I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I've never been put on the spot like that. <laughs> so why don't we do this? Because I know that you had mentioned that you would like to be done. Uh, you know, um, um, could we do? Could we do like you know maybe the first first week of June? Yeah. So so what we like to do, what we've done in the past with other homeowner with other sellers that have, you know, where we come to an agreement and we start putting things in writing, is we've actually uh basically we've actually um we we do standard thirty day on, on all our all our agreements. That's usually the standard frame. Um if there's anything outside of that, let's say, well, I need I need to have a certain time, something we've done in the past, like I mentioned earlier, where We've actually bought the property, and then they need to move out. Something we've done, but we we typically do it for thirty days. Okay, yeah, because that that'll definitely give me enough time to you know go through and get stuff packed up and um, so forth. Okay, so that way you know whenever you do come back and say, hey, I do want to go forward with the one ninety five, then you know I'll be already in that pre-packed stage you know what i mean yeah okay perfect so then uh so if you were me returning that call what time works for you this afternoon uh anytime works for me i don't like i said i don't work at the moment i'm just got it well i take these calls very serious so i want to make sure i put it on my calendar and what i want to do is is put you on my calendar so that way uh you know uh, that way we can set up a call uh this after that way it's on my calendar to call you back um so i don't miss it uh would you would you prefer two o'clock or four o'clock uh, four o'clock, fine. Four o'clock. Okay, perfect, yeah. perfect. 
And then, so when I call you at four o'clock, we obviously have an understanding. If it's a no, then I'm not, you know, we're not going to try to, you know, go back and forth. If we could, if we feel comfortable paying at the 185, not saying I can, it sounds like you would feel comfortable putting things in writing. Once that's that conversation we're going to have at four o'clock. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. And then my last question, I promise, <laughs> is, uh, is, is there anything that could stop us from meeting or talking at four o'clock today? Uh, no, there should be anything. Okay, perfect. All right, Justin. Um, like I said, I want to do some homework. I want to find out what the rental restrictions and stuff is on here. And then, like I said, I'll, I'll call you today at four so we can, you know, either say yeah or nay. And then sounds like we have a mutual agreement understanding on whether it's a no or we can move forward. That is that you agree with that? Yeah, that'll work. And for your rental stuff, um, there is two houses that are across the street from mine mm-hmm. that are rent that are rental homes. Okay, got it, got it. That, so that helps I'm, out I'm, even more. Yeah, I know uh, my neighbor across the street, he was renting that property across the street, and it's the exact same house as what I live in right now. Got it. Okay, perfect. That that actually makes me feel good about this then. So sounds yeah. good. I got you down for 4 o'clock today. Um, so looking forward to speaking with you. Okay, Justin? Okay, sounds good. All right, thank you. You have a good one. Yeah, Bye. Thank you. All right. Boom. So that was a really, really good call. Uh, obviously, there's motivation, pain. There's, uh, there's, uh, you know, uh, 185. Oof. I mean, I think ARV. I'm seeing one that sold uh, six months ago. Obviously, I want to. I usually like to go three. Um, I actually like to go three, three months back. But um, this one, if I go six months back, there's one that sold for 285, and actually two houses down from him. So 195 is looking pretty decent, especially for this newer house. It's a 20, I want to say it's a 2005 build, so that's good. Um, it's actually in a pretty decent area. And basically, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's not a bad area either. I mean, there's a ton, a bunch of new houses uh, what I'm looking at. So, uh, two, so, so I know you guys are, uh, you know, for you guys that are wondering, maybe I haven't checked the, the messages yet. What I'm looking at for ARV is somewhere between 275, maybe all the way up to 290, I would say. Um, just because, you know, you got this one, you got this one right here, right next door to his that sold for 285. And it's actually the same square footage, 1535 square feet. Same exact build, 2005. You got this one right here, 1500. That's his, 1500, 2005 build. And then the one across the street that you guys see for 171, that's actually a, uh, is a, um, what is it called? A, um, an investor bought that. So that's why I hit him at between 165 to 175. Um, obviously, he balked at that. He's like, oof, that was definitely not something uh, I don't want to look at. Now, but here's what's cool about this is, this one up here sold for three hundred and ten thousand. It's a little bit bigger, but I think for the most part, um, you know, it's uh, it's uh, it's man, it's not that much bigger. We're talking less. Probably where are we at here? Fifteen thirty eight compared to seventeen fifty nine. So we're talking a little bit two hundred, little bit two hundred, little bit over two hundred square feet. Now, the rule of thumb when I'm looking at these is I, I I'll use anything that's two hundred plus or 200 minus so this is looking pretty good so um so yeah we set up a call um i think we're i think we're just gonna lock this one up when i call him today not think but we will 
We'll get this one. Now, the reason why I didn't do it on that call, he still had some, you know, things. Um, I could have done it on the call. I just wanted to, what we like to do is we like to set it up to where they're on standby and they're waiting, right, for for that callback. He's committed already. I got him committed. I think I built good rapport. He's got a lot of pain as well. He's ready to go. He wants to move. Uh, he's already got plans to move. And he went from being done from July back to, you know, to get it done in 30 days. Um, so uh, good call overall. We dug some pain. We asked him how important it was. We asked him what happened, what happened to him, why he lost his, you know, he lost his job. Uh, that was a really, really, really good call. And um, let's, let me see what your, what you guys thought the way it went and see what, what you guys would have done different or what your comments were. So let's start, man, you guys have a lot of comments here. Let's see. Um, all right. I think I finished off with this one. So Steven Valencia said, Max is doing his reps today, building that courage muscle every day, every day, bro. You got to do the reps. You got to respect your craft. So, uh, Carlos said, watch out. Max has his pain shovel and he's digging. <laughs> he definitely has pain. He has a lot of motivation too. So, um, let's see. Steven said he needs to get his ducks in a row. Motivation is there. Look, I get that. A lot of times what happens is the ducks in the row thing. I'm not a big believer in ducks in a row. I'm a big believer in shoot the ducks, shoot all the ducks. There's this guy has lost his job. He's definitely not going to look for a new job because he's got to, He's going to have to relocate, so it doesn't make sense for him to get a new job. The only thing I discovered is that the timeline shrunk. That's what I wanted, right? There's nobody else that's going to have an input. So there's really not a lot of ducks in a row for him to get. I mean, he's ready. He's ready to go, so we're going to get that deal. Um, timeline, again, he, he went from 60 days to 30 days. Uh, Xavier Speakman said... My guy, Max, is a dog. <laughs> All right, let's go, baby. Um, I know some of you guys are asking about the ARV. I mentioned it could be anywhere between 275 to, two, two, eight, 275 to 290. Um, uh, definitely a um, at 195, I think it's a really good deal. Uh, Fogtown King said, Master at Work. Thank you, Fogtown. I appreciate that, man. Thank you for your comment. Uh, Carlos closes said having my team watch. Awesome, man. I, I really appreciate that. Carlos. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Um, the third Yogi, I think that's what it's pronounced says, geesh, this is a, such a clean call beast. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Obey. What's up, Obey? How you doing, man? For day, for day, not Obey. That's your name. It's for day. <laughs> what was the MAO? I said that earlier already. Uh, let's see. Uh, Witchley said, great call. Witchley C said, great call. Justin seems motivated. What was Justin's pain? Uh, he's got to relocate. He lost his job. His uh, mom passed away, unfortunately, a couple years in 20, 2017. Grandparents are asking him to move back to Oklahoma. So he's got a couple of things going on. So, um, And then the last, the last comment looks like Cor Corey Yell said that was very thorough. Yeah. One thing that you have to remember is that people... We buy emotionally, right? We buy things emotionally. We justify them logically. 
So the more I can get him to talk about his situation, the more I can get him committed emotionally uh, in the call is better for us because he's not going to go through all that with someone else. I can tell you that right now, guaranteed that he's not. And I didn't ask him any personal questions in regards to pain. Every single question that I asked him was attached to the sale, why he was selling the property. That's one thing that you have to be careful with is when you're asking pain questions, when you're asking those tough questions, have them relate to why they are selling the property. And so the, the thing is that, if you don't and you go and you go sideways on them asking them all these personal questions, something that happened when they were five, whatever, right, is they're going to get embarrassed and they're not going to want to talk to you. So if you notice all the questions that I ask were actually related, pain questions that I asked were actually related to the sale of the property. That's the thing that you have to understand when you're trying to get pain. Don't get pain just to get pain. Get pain to match and to uh, make sure that you are relating it to the sale of the property. So I don't see any more comments. I don't see any more questions. And man, that was a great call. I love all, all the calls were great, regardless of the outcome. I'm going to leave you with this thought, okay? These, every single call, you have to learn something from it. And on these calls today, I actually learned something from each call because every call has his unique perspective and it has his unique outcome. And, and what you have to do is you have to take those outcomes and learn what mistakes did you make, what did you do good, and then how you can improve on those, right? So don't think that just because you didn't get the deal or you didn't get a number or you didn't make an offer or they or you know they yelled at you like the lady that was yelling at me that there's nothing to take away from those calls. There's always something to take away. Uh, there's always something to take away from those calls all the time. Uh, so remember that. Um, and so I leave you with that. I appreciate everybody that was joining, that was commenting, that was asking questions. Uh, one announcement I want to make is in June, we have basically, uh, we have uh, an event coming up. It's the Closers Lab Blueprint, June 16th through the 18th. Uh, basically, it's going to be Steve and I, we're going to be going uh, the first day. The first day, we're going to be doing all sales, how to build your sales process. The second day, you're actually going to see how, you know, how we run our business operations teams, culture, uh, KPIs. Uh, so June 18th through the 22nd, uh, we have um, we have the Closers Lab Blueprint event coming up. And, uh, and we, we invite you to go to the website, apply, and see if you qualify to attend that. Uh, the seats are very limited because we want to make this an intimate workshop. We don't want to have 100 people at this workshop. So when you see this, when you start to see this circulate, make sure that you sign up because we want to keep it to a certain number. We don't want to have, uh, you know, 1,000 people, 500 people. We want to make it very intimate so that way we can answer questions, we can help you implement things like that. And so when you start seeing this announcement, make sure that you go to the website and you take advantage of it. So with that being said, really, thank you, everyone, for joining me. Thank you for, for, uh, for tuning in, for asking your questions, your comments. Remember, hit the like button. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe now and turn on that notification. And I'll see you guys on the next one later.